everyone, of course, we're the co-promoter for the Vancouver Island Showdown. And today I have a very special guest, Jessica Belt, IFBB Pro Women's Physique Competitor, joining us with her trainer, Brian, from the Standard Training Systems. How are you guys doing? Yeah. Good. How are you? Good. Really, really good. Jessica, thank you very much for joining me here today and committing to doing the Vancouver Island Showdown on, on April 23rd. I want to know a little bit of, uh, about you, kind of the backstory, kind of give me the, the 60, 90 second backstory of who you are and where you came from. So um, I've been an athlete probably since I was little, um, you know, starting in sports. I was a busy, busy kid. So my mom was like, what can we put her in so that she doesn't drive us insane? So I think athletic ability has kind of always been something that is there for me. Um, as I grew into an adult, you know, I was a competitive dancer, so that performance aspect has always been within my heart. Um, I got into, I hate to say it, but CrossFit <laughs> right after my daughter was born because I wanted to get back in shape. From there, it transitioned into powerlifting, where, you know, at one point I was ranked, you know, two in the world across all feds. I've held state, national, and world records in USPA and IPF, or IPL. Um, and from there, I went into bodybuilding, which happened to be on a whim as I had gotten injured at a meet. And I had friends of mine that owned a gym in Austin called Big Tex, and they said, you should really do a show. And I was like, well, I have to have that competitive nature. So I did, um, dieting down and coming from a powerlifter build, I think I dropped 30 pounds that first show. And it was crazy to see kind of what was underneath obviously there was a lot of holes in my build being that I came from a background where I was so set in certain you know movements mm -hmm. but I took first in novice first in open and then the overall um my very first show so from there I was told I wasn't allowed to do regional shows anymore um did nationals came in fourth and then did North Americans in 2019 and I turned pro um you know shortly after COVID hit so my pro debut was delayed until 20, you know, late 2020. Um, and I actually went on stage in stitches. I had gotten bitten by a dog and you'll actually still see, you can see in a lot of my videos, there's a giant scar and a chunk out of my leg. Um, and it was, it was along the lines when, you know, bodybuilding and women's physique was really blurred. And so I was, you know, at a lot more mass that I wasn't really prepared to do or, you know, diet down to figure. So I had my next show. I did a finger show. And when I sat into my legs, I sat in a physique front relaxed in figure in heels when my legs opened up and it looked like I ate first call outs. I was told distinctly to go back to physique. <laughs> and that is where I went. And so I hit Texas Pro and I took top 10 there for my first, I call that my true physique debut. Mm -hmm. um, there was no injuries or giant stitches on stage, you know. And I took top 10 there. It was a huge show. There was 30 athletes um, from my off season. And then transitioned to my second show, which was Pittsburgh. And I had made a lot of improvements, but I was still lagging in a lot of areas. And I took fifth. And then we went into Louisiana a few weeks later when I realized I had COVID because we couldn't understand why I wasn't filling out, why I was flat, why things were, I was really, really tired. And, and it turned out that's what it was. My stage weight was 140. 49 pounds and I got down to 139 pounds um, with COVID. So you can just think of the muscle loss. Mm -hmm. um, and she weighs over 107 right now. 
Crazy. <laughs> so is so so can COVID be used as a can can COVID be used as a conditioning uh, tool? <laughs> Ten out of ten would not recommend. Yeah, the time. Yeah, this one, I mean, and he was great. It's made us kind of kindred spirits is after his last competition, the same thing happened to him. And he was actually a really good support system for me. I don't think he realizes that or not because he kept telling me it's going to be okay and it'll come back. And even my brain was like looking at my legs. I couldn't even like flex my quad without shaking like, you know, yeah. a chihuahua. And it was devastating to see so much work just blast away. Um, so he was actually a really, you went in front of order, like you going with the U.S. Yeah, I tend to keep things to myself a lot. Um, so then we transitioned to off season. You know, I can get into what happened in my personal life in another note as far as, you know, the trials and tribulations that have happened of 2022. Um, but now, you know, I've recovered from COVID and what was that the top out of 182, I think. I had a really good off season. Yeah. He... No. He restructured a lot of my training on things that, mm-hmm. you know, looking at things and what would you say? Like I was doing, I was doing too much. Um, I just think like maybe picking a little, a little bit different exercises to, you know, bring out what we wanted to, right? Mm-hmm. So always like looking for maybe doing the harder stuff to, <laughs> to, to, to really drive the physique. So that, that's really like where my training goes. Awesome. Five second centric RDLs are horrible. <laughs> but uh, they, I, I look at my structure and I think the realization came of how much change has happened going into the Vancouver show. And, you know, when you guys posted about it, and actually somebody else had reached out to me on the show, and they're like, you should really come to the show. And I started looking and I was like, the only pro divisions are women's division. I was like, yeah, I'm going. I was like, that's awesome because I feel like our physique division, especially because things were so blurred for so long, um, has really taken a hit. And so to see more shows bringing women's physique back into it makes, mm-hmm. like, I couldn't have not done a show. It was like, this one was the one that was made for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's, he had sent a picture of kind of where my physique was versus that was like 14 weeks out from Pittsburgh mm-hmm. versus 15 weeks out of Vancouver. And it's, crazy the amount of progress like and it is it's him you know it's coming back it's coming up here and you know being able to train with him and you know tie on kind of our training group when i can mm-hmm. and then pushing me to a point of you know doing stuff that makes me uncomfortable and you know utilizing recovery more which i'm bad like i'll, I'll train seven days a week and, and burn myself out and then wonder why i'm not building so you know that's kind of my background and kind of where we are leading into Vancouver is, you know, I feel like for this show, I really have the best team I could ask for. You know, I have him that his knowledge base is insane and he stays calm with me, you know, which is good, you know, but he also doesn't let me slack on things. Um, And that's, I think that's the biggest thing is being able to have somebody that you trust in your corner that, sees the things that you don't see, believes in you sometimes when you don't believe in yourself, but then it's not going to let you bullshit and take the easy route. And some of us, we can get by on it. 
Absolutely. I mean, you, you've, you've said so much there. I think it's incredible. Obviously you are, you know, a high level athlete across the board I mean, you've competed competitively, you know, CrossFit powerlifting at, you know, a worldwide level now getting into bodybuilding, obtaining your IFBB pro card. I think obviously, you know, really great to see, but what's really your purpose and your motivation um, and your love for, for bodybuilding? Like, where does that come from and what keeps you, you know, driven every single day to get in the gym and continue to improve? Um, yeah, that's like, there's so many things that comes with it. And I honestly, one of the biggest things is I love the performance aspects. I love the mental discipline that comes from it. Being somebody that, you know, coming from a background of recovery, um, and personally, you know, I was a recovering alcoholic for many years, um, and understanding the discipline that comes with it and having that mental, I think the right word to say, but it's like almost that mental struggle that you have to have, and it's it's finding this person deep inside of you that you have to pull out in order to get through this. Because when it comes to the struggling, when you're tired, when you're hungry, you know, when you're craving everything under the sun, and that's where a lot of people will break. And being able to say like, I didn't you know, and I stayed with it. And then you get to see all of that work pay off. And then to get to be, you know, somebody that's different, you know, to show women that it's okay to be muscular. It's okay to um, look strong and be strong. And we don't have to fit in, you know, what society says we're supposed to look like. They'll mm -hmm. um, be able to be feminine and be pretty. And I think that's one of the biggest passions is being able to do that, being able to have the mental discipline to be and the capability of saying I can, and then also being an inspiration for other women to say, you know, it's okay if you have bigger biceps and, and shoulders. Mm -hmm. And if somebody doesn't like it, then that's their problem, not yours. So kind of both things. Absolutely. Let's bring it back to when you turn pro at the North Americans. I mean, obviously let's get Brian in here as well. I think the physique development that you had, you look at those pictures on stage, obviously you can see the, you know, the structure, um, you know, first and foremost, the conditioning is, is night and day different, but what do you attribute, you know, the overall development in your shoulders, in your, in your lats? I mean, your the, the amount of width you put on in your back is, is night and day difference from from then until now um let's talk a little bit about kind of you know the training the training styles that that you're implementing and and really what's attributing to that i mean if you're if you're talking you know if you can give any tips to some of the amateur athletes in the show specifically women um you know that that want to add you know in the same areas that you've developed do you have any tips tricks any things that you think would would help those you know new to the sport as well well, when it comes to back training, I think a lot of people, they they do things where they're too fixed and they don't let their body actually move the way it needs to move and the way it does move when they pull. You know, they might be pulling with the, you know, the wrong way too, right? Not having your elbows on, in front of you and not driving your elbow down and stuff like that. So it was really just, you know, we trained together a couple times, figured out what she was doing wrong and and fix those things and you know that's what i love doing is training i like training hard so you know, that's kind of it's a hard question there's a lot going on there but you know really what we did was we just trained together a bunch of times and i figured out what was what 
what was wrong just by training together mm-hmm. and fixed those little things, showed her like some tricks that I do that I've learned from myself or training other people. And yeah, she responded super well and she listens really well and works hard. And, you know, that's awesome. all important. Really. So, I like, in, in, oh, sorry, go ahead, Jessica. I think the biggest thing too that, you know, he had me start doing again that I realized I'd shied away from. And that I think is the biggest advice that I can give any amateur athlete is freaking deadlift. Mm-hmm. He loves deadlift. I deadlift every week. And I re- realized that so many people get scared of that movement because they think their core is going to get sick or this or that or the other. But it's one of the best compound movements on the planet. It's the most compound movement. Mm-hmm. And I think building up back, building up hamstrings and posterior chain, chain, deadlifts are extremely important. And so many people shy away from them in the bodybuilding world. And if they didn't, they probably have better backs, better symmetry and stronger hamstrings. So that's, I mean, the first thing he did was put them back in. Soon, and I and I had not been pulling. And that was the first change he made. And within a couple of weeks, you could literally see where things started pulling through again. You know, muscle memory came back and development that I had lost from not pulling was coming back through. So that would be my biggest advice is don't be afraid to do this. Awesome. I mean, obviously there, there's kind of that, uh, you know, the aura of, um, you know, Texas muscle, Branch Warren, Johnny Jackson, um, you know, how much of that power lifting do you implement into your training as a women's bodybuilder? Well, I think that strength drives hypertrophy, right? So mm-hmm. you build your strength and then that in return builds your accessories, the weight on your accessories and you can progress mm-hmm. on those. You know, so a lot of what I do and what we're doing today, we're going to get off with you, is, uh, you know, do some exercise that really build your strength. And then all the volume is with the accessories that we're driving the weight up with because we're just building our strength in general. So I think it's, you know, look at all the, it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman at all. If you're trying to build muscle, right? If you look at the largest humans, they're also all, all very, very strong. Yeah. So it's important to build your strength. Yeah, for sure. I think Johnny Jackson, the prime example, had probably the best back in the IFBB for a decade. You know, definitely that, powerlifting background um even look like brian shaw i mean you know the strong man um you know like the physique that he's been able to build and so i think there there's a lot of you know a lot to be said there with a stronger muscle is a bigger muscle um you know without getting too complicated into it and, and so i think there's definitely some- you don't have to like pick exercises that build your strength like i said and then mm-hmm. the, the actual weight on the accessories go up mm-hmm. yeah. right so you're doing all the same stuff. It's just that if you're building your strength and your accessories go up, you're using more load on those exercises. Still in the rep ranges that you want to build yeah. muscle the, for volume, for size, right? But you're driving those numbers up. Gotcha. It's been good going back into having more of this power movements and strength movements that I kind of shy away from. Because mm-hmm. even though I first show I was small, when you turn around, my back was undeniable. My, my, and I think because I got away from a lot of it for so long, that yes, I gained in certain areas, but I lost in others that were, were, were bigger things for me. And so mm-hmm. him bringing those movements back in, when most of the time when we start depleting, right, we start getting, we, our numbers start going down, we're not able to push as much. Yeah. What's funny is I've lost, you know, I'm losing, I'm leaning out and I've actually been getting stronger. I'm still PRing on things, you know, weights that were a struggle for me six months ago are like a warm up for me now. And it's, the muscle development that has come through it and the density of muscle 
Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing is people don't realize the density that strength training brings in. Yeah. You know, very, very, very cool. You know, Jessica, honestly, I, I want to talk a little bit about the mentality because you seem to have the mindset and the heart set um, for this prep like no other. Yeah, um, <laughs> pardon? His pre-workout kicked in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, was, I was just trying to give you a, a compliment, Jessica, and, and saying that, I mean, I've, I've done a number of these now and, and honestly, you seem just visually to be in a very great place i mean both like physically mentally to me it looks like you're in a phenomenal place to get ready for this prep um is that where you're at right now like do you foresee this being one of the best preps that that you've had to date um this is the best prep to date and that's not you know i went through so much you know the last few months uh you know i lost my father my grandmother, you know, moving from, you know, I lost my husband and I, you know, divorced and I moved from Vermont back to Texas. And it's like, I had to start all over. And I look at that and knowing that I went through all of those things and was still able to stay in the off season and continue to progress helped me. And then I got around my people and my friends and my family, you know, and I got the right people in my corner that give me the like I feel so secure going into this prep and I feel so confident and I've just, it's the embracing of it and learning that you love bodybuilding and how much I love and how passionate I am about the sport, but knowing that I'm also not doing it alone and that I have an amazing team, this is by far going to be the best prep of my career. And I'm excited. Like I can't, every day I wake up, like I'm excited. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to train. And it's in my personality too, just to be a genuinely happy person. And mm-hmm. so it's like, you add this into it. I'm just like, every day I wake up excited because I see new things. I'm like, I feel like I'm a new athlete all over again. I'm like, look, that line wasn't there. And I didn't have that vein. And I don't think I've ever had that vein. And where'd those come from? And it's fun. And it's like, it's brought the passion back to me because I have the right, you know, I have the right good people with me. So Awesome. Awesome. On April 23rd in Victoria, British Columbia, at the Vancouver Island Showdown, your hand gets raised in victory and you get the Miss Olympia qualification. What is going to go through your head and what does it mean to you? I'm going to cry. <laughs> like, it, you know, I'm going to cry. Like, that's, it's what we all work for, right? It's the dream that we all want. And I think it's like, it's going to, it's that moment where everything I've gone through, everything I've had to wait myself through, everything I've had to compartmentalize and stay strong for and push through in this past year. And then all of the things that I've gone through through this prep to get where I am and just knowing that in that moment, every sacrifice, every bit of sadness that I suffered, it's all worth it. And it's like, it's finally this, this reward in this moment in time where I get to truly shine and show the world who I am and you know I, I'm that's all I can say about it is like and I'm gonna cry and then I'm gonna beg for pizza yeah awesome <laughs> no, I I really appreciate you doing this I mean the fans in western Canada are gonna see a treat and the fans all over the world via pay-per-view seeing you on stage I'm um, just to finish off where can people follow you your journey into the show and uh, do you want to shout out any of the sponsors that you have that are helping you get to the stage so I am, Kitty's Bikinis is amazing. Um, we've got a Gorilla, we've got 
Straight Labs, who is awesome, you know, and they take care of a lot of things. Um, you know, Brian's got, you know, gas and better bodies. And then my IG is just felt underscore IFBB pro. And then Brian's is. It's Brian, B-R-Y-A-N underscore Troy, T-R-O-I. And, uh, you know, I also want to thank the gym. Yeah. This guy, like, that we're here, you know, grinding it out and yeah. and they give us a home and give us a family. Yeah, there's, so. there's two gyms that I train at that, you know, definitely are awesome places. It's Texas Iron Republic and then Lewiston Training Center, so. And then I am Texas Iron Republic, Legacy Barbell, and then Species Spring. So I'm kind of all over the place, but it depends on the day for my clients. And I'm just... I hope you guys, you know, I hope to bring something to the stage that you guys are, you know, proud to have on your stage. I know no matter what, you know, I'm, I'm proud and excited to stand on your stage and I'm, I'm truly grateful for you and your show to bring women's physique and, and shine more light on a division that has my heart. You know, so. Awesome. Really, I greatly appreciate that. I mean, we've, uh, you know, we've set out for, you know, a mission for Western Canada to, you know, develop an all women's IFBB pro show here on the West Coast of Canada. Started out, well, obviously, with women's physique, women's bodybuilding, we wanted to pay homage to, um, you know, what we see as the main attraction on the women's side, obviously, that women's muscle sets the bar for every other class to come. So we will always be um, you know, including those two classes and absolutely everything that we do. We were lucky to be able to add one additional class as, as women's wellness this year, but through and through, we are fans of the sport. We want to see women have as many opportunities as males within the sport and be able to continue to grow, you know, their personal brands and be able to develop, develop careers, um, you know, through and through and see, you know, women's muscle live on, see the sport continue to grow and, uh, you know, we appreciate you for making the trip. And I can't wait to see you in Victoria, British Columbia on April 23rd. Thank you so much. Thank you.